Okay. Oh, where'd you go? I had to pull up. I'm here. Oh, there you are. I have you. Nope, that's not you. Hi. Wait, hang on. I lost my screen. Oh, there you are. Hi. Hi. Are you on your computer? I am. Oh, okay. Because my phone battery drains so fast. Yeah. So now I have my research on one side of my screen and your face on the other. Yeah, I'm iPad for you. I've got my phone out just in case and then research on the computer. It's we're just so high tech. We're so high tech. And, you know, I almost took it to the next level because uh, I remembered to get my AirPods, AirPods, AirBuds, and uh, then I couldn't figure out how to pair them. I swear I've had them paired to my iPad before, but maybe not. So I was just like, eh, fuck it. Here's how technologically disadvanced I am. You held that up, and I thought it was dental floss. And (laughs) it does. It looks like Glide. Uh, It It looks like Glide. And when you play this back to edit it, you're going to hear a very light me going, like making an F noise, because I was going to go floss, and you went ear pods. I'm like, totally, yes. Uh-huh. Ear pods. I love it. I love it. Air buds. We get, you know, we're just free advertising for Apple is what we are. We should really be getting paid for this. I know. Like, they're not doing anything. They're not doing great. They need more people to promote their products. We're here for them. We're here. I I mean, honestly, I think we have a diverse voice. (laughs) They're not. Agreed. You can. You know. You can represent Apple. I can represent Glide. Yeah. We're, I was going to say, generally uh-oh, speaking. Oh, you froze on me. I did. Mm-mm. Okay, you're back. Great. Did I freeze on you? No. Shit. That's a first. I know. This has not yeah. happened before. Okay. That's okay. Okay. Um, Hi. 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 I, how are I you? I put a pause there. I paused. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. Let me pause again. Okay. Hi. (laughs) Hello. Um, Just coming to you from Los Angeles and you're coming to me from Cambridge, England. This is. I sure. I sure as shit am. This is exciting. It looks it looks like it's still sunny there. Yeah, it's um, well, it's only 645. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And and like up here too, like. The days are very long in the summer, so. Is it still, is there still an autumnal chill in the air? It keeps going back and forth. So, like, it was straight up chilly a couple days ago. Like, I was wearing, like, a scarf and a jacket. Um, And then, supposedly, it's going to get hot again this week, which I'm frustrated about because we put away the dang air conditioner, Mm. so. No. Yeah. But I also read that supposedly they basically have like the English version of El Nino coming up. So oh. they're, it's supposed to be like the coldest winter in a long time, which I'm frankly looking forward to. Like, I don't fun. mind. Yeah, I don't mind a cold winter. And uh, they said it'll probably be snowy, too. So I'm just like, <gasps> snow. I, I haven't been around snow in a while. Oh, my God. I haven't seen snow in I don't know how long. 
Like it's yeah. been ages. Oh, mm-hmm. how fun. You know, people think that talking about weather is like small talk. I legit am so interested in weather. <laughs> like yeah. I always want to know what it's like in other parts of the world. I look at my weather app multiple times a day. I loved hearing about other people's weather. I use the weather app actively not just for weather, but it helps me with the time changes. <laughs> so like, oh, I have smart. LA and Dallas in there and yeah. I just swipe through because then it like tells you what time it is as well there and I don't have to like calculate, that, you know. And you know how the weather is in other parts exactly. of the world. Exactly. Genius. I'm informed. That is amazing. I use the world clock on like the iPhone oh, yeah. app, you know, because... oh. You mean the thing that's designed to tell you what time yeah, it's that it one. is in different places? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I no. guess that's like the amateur move, but. Because last week when we were doing Thailand, I was, and I was looking at like vacation fantasies. That's when I oh, learned, yeah. I was like, well, wait, what's the time difference? And I put it in that clock and I'm like, fuck that. 12 yeah. hours? <laughs> that's a lot of that's hours. Although crazy. it's easy to tell what time it is, you know, oh, that's you just true. change the AM and PM. This is so true. That is true. But that I would fuck still, me up. Yeah, I'm still getting used to the 24 hour clock over here. Like most people use the 24 hour oh, clock. Yeah, I don't like the 24 hour clock. Never did. I'm useless. I <laughs> I really do. I'm like, wait, what do I do? Like, <laughs> just just take. Take like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know why I can't do it. I, I mean, I do. It's because I'm not used to it. And also I, I do this thing called not trying. So mm, I think that's kind yeah. of, you know, the, it's worked like, well for relaxing, me so non-stressful. You don't have to try mm-hmm. if you don't want to. Well, hey, it's confirmed my belief that I don't know it by not trying. This and now true. I'm right. And now so. everyone can give you the time and then you can go in American, please. Yeah. Like a real nasty. <laughs> Can you tell me in American what time it is? I'm sorry. I have worked at two places now, um, both owned by NBC Universal. So, and they, maybe it's a company-wide thing, but clocking in and clocking out was always military time, like the world yeah. clock yeah. time, whatever. And I, <laughs> and we had to enter it manually for some reason. No, I would. The longest part of my day was sometimes figuring out what the fuck time it. <laughs> I took my lunch. I'm like, okay, um, it was one thirty to two thirty, so that is fifteen. Nope. Okay, that's the <laughs> nope. That is one a.m. Nope. <laughs> that's cruel. That's wage theft. They are taking money out of your pocket because you don't know the 24 hour clock yeah I am wasting precious time sitting there figuring that system out yeah uh-huh and you put it all in at the end of the day so I just sat there like well I'm useless here yeah just <laughs> I don't care about the overtime at this point just give me the straight eight hours for the day I'm I can't that's the moment that's the moment when you're like how much is this worth to me yes. slash can I outsource this like for example when I was like making halfway decent money I would frequently be like I will pay for the entirety of this meal if someone else will figure out the tip situation because oh. like I just like it is 
I will pay that amount of money to not have to do that math after my nice meal. I I believe you because I have sat with you at a large (laughs) dinner party at a restaurant where we at the end of this amazing (laughs) meal that we already pitched about on this podcast, we then sat there for an additional 45 minutes figuring out how to split the fucking check. And we were, especially you, (sighs) livid. (laughs) Well, and like the best part was, and again, I've probably mentioned this, so I'll keep it short, was that I felt like I was being very vulnerable by being like, hey, this makes me very dumb, but I'm stressed about this. Can I get some assurance this is not going to be the case? And everyone was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry about it. We've totally got it handled. And then it was exactly the case, Mm -hmm. which just proved to me once again, I was right and miserable. (laughs) (laughs) I witnessed it. You were reassured verbally that that would not uh-huh. be the case. And you were yeah. let down. You were let down and you and had you every know right to be upset. I was let I was let down by everyone except for my wifey who was off securing more alcohol for me. I was. Which was sorely needed. I was like, well, I'm just going to go to the bar and get us another glass of wine while we figure this check situation <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> that is called a supportive relationship. And uh, I really appreciate you knowing my triggers. <laughs> I am always here for you and you know my triggers as well. It's true. And it's that true. supportive relationship is what got us right here to Banshees and Booze, a paranormal podcast with a shot of liquid courage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we <laughs> that are felt on it. So good. That I feel in the groove. Right? It felt and into it. Good. And that's mm-hmm. what if that was it? That that was our groove, and for the rest of the episode, we're just like, yeah, it's just so, gonna be awkward. Tell me more about the weather. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm okay with it too. Oh my god, we'll just blame it on the. Oh, there was like a lag in the, uh, you know, like when reporters are like reporting from the field, and like yes. the people, the anchors, like ask a question, and then. Five seconds, which feels like 55 minutes later. Yeah. The reporter's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's right, Bob. Uh-huh. Like very few things. Again, that's another like weird trigger for me. I will say I'm better about it now. There was a long time in my life where uh, I think I think it was like exposure therapy for me. I would listen to NPR like all day when I was working from home. So it was just on all the time. And there was uh, Larry Mantle's show. Uh, it's like a call-in show. And so he you know, has people call in and they debate and stuff like that. And there's a lot of people talking over each other and a lot of people like them running out of time and having to be like, we're going to have to leave it there. We're going to have to, we're going to shut up, shut up. We're going to have to leave it there. We're going to have to leave it there. You know, and (laughs) it used to like get so, I had so much anxiety about it. Uh, And I truly think that just listening to that for so long really calms me down. It doesn't bother me as much as it used to. That's good. It was exposure therapy. You Good know what the you. banshees the banshees part of banshees and booze is me just telling everyone about my anxiety this week apparently. I'm open to it. You know this is a safe space. You Aww. can tell me and our listeners about your anxiety. We can post Aww. about it on our web page. I mean, <laughs> social media pages. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're here. We are here for Thank you. I f- you. I feel heard. You are heard um, by me and everyone else listening to this episode. You know what can be excellent therapy? What? Oh, taking care of plants. Oh, and drinking. Oh, I was good. <laughs> you fooled me, Tammy. I did. I did. I was like raising my glass and like, Trey, 
plants. Yes, taking care <laughs> of mean, plants. That is true. That was a great segue that I fucked. Thank you. Yeah, I fucked it. <laughs> um, taking plants is so therapeutic, except for when they become haunted. Haunted. Okay. They said it couldn't be done, Amy. Or they sa- said we were joking. They <gasps> said you can't do a show about haunted plants. I don't know who they were or who they thought they were, but they was wrong, motherfucker. That's right, bitches, because we found ourselves some haunted plants. It and- was easier than I thought it was going to be. It was so easy for me because Micah sent me an article. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think our next episode should be haunted plants. <laughs> I distinctly remember saying that was unfair, but yes. then also I believe my exact text to you was, Bring it the fuck on. Yep. You're like, oh, it's fucking on. Challenge accepted. And I was like, did I challenge her? I don't think I, you're I like, think I challenged her. Once again, Tammy is taking our relationship to a confrontational place that it never was. I won't fight her. And she makes me. Oh, it is fucking on. <laughs> I, well, you know, Honestly, I I still had work to do. This article was poorly written, so I had a lot of cutting and splicing around. <laughs> it was it took a full ten or fifteen minutes. So my God, it was also very repetitive. So I had to take some of that stuff out. Like mm-hmm. it was a work. That sounds like work. Um, but you, we are doing haunted plans. It started as a joke. And here we are. We're doing it. And here we are. Um, And it's not Banshees and Booze without the booze part. Yes, um, yes, yes. This week, uh, we will be drinking um, a little thing I like to call a retox. Ooh. Um, It's not a detox. It's green juice with vodka in it. So it's a retox, you see. I love that you called it a retox. I was like, it's a garden martini. (laughs) (laughs) Well, suffice it to say, we can, it's, you know, I just got, I have store-bought green juice. There's vodka. I'm happy. I'm happy. I don't need to juice my own shit. Hell no. That is so time consuming and costly. I get mine from Pressed Juicery. This is not an ad, but it could be. Uh, It's only $5 (laughs) if you're a member and it's uh, cold pressed green juice and it's delicious. I don't know how much mine costs because it was in pounds and I'm still getting used to that. So... (laughs) Yeah, for you know, the currency and the time, that's just too much. Luckily, the pound and the dollar are like pretty close right now. So oh, it's not too, although it's interesting because it does kind of screw us over because it's like, it's like, like $1.27 per pound right oh. now. Um, don't quote me on that. <laughs> also, you have no idea what, when we're recording this, so I could be right. Um, so... It's pretty, you you know, you're, you know, it's like, oh, it's a little more than what I'm seeing. Um, but because of that, you know, like a really standard price point, like five bucks, it'll be like five pounds. So then for us, that's like six and some change. You know what I mean? Oh, So things I will see. still be like, I bought um, new running shoes that were in t- just terribly expensive, but I needed them because my ankles are babies and I need to not hurt myself anymore. Yes. Um, so I bought some new running shoes and they were 120 pounds. And I know for a fact they're $120 in the States. So <gasps> it would have been cheaper if I had bought uh, them in the States. Yeah. Well, you just tell me what you need and I will <gasps> ship it. Honey. And then I just go, we'll go to USPS and do like the, the flat rate international shipping. 
And actually, you know what? You can do the flat rate to Ben at the base. <gasps> And you actually get a discount because <laughs> it's going to a military base. <laughs> O-M-G. I will send I you all of the American goodies you need to save money. And you can send me cans of gin and tonic. Oh, my God. Probably so illegal. many cans of gin and tonic. <laughs> That's not legal at all. But, you know. Well, when you- Then I definitely won't do it. <laughs> and I'm not winking right now. I'm not winking back at something in my eye. We must both yeah. have allergies, Tammy. Ooh, my contacts. Oh, <laughs> my non-existent contacts. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, well, cheers to retoxing. Retoxing. Delightful. Delightful. Cheers. Ting, 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 ting. Oh, I have the window open here. I think my boyfriend just came home. Aw. Yes, sir, my husband made a little clanging behind me a moment ago to get his headphones. I don't know if well, you yeah. heard it in your end. But I, I didn't hear anything. I saw him, Excellent. though, and oh, I didn't make a face this time. Well, this time I saw him come in, and it still okay. scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Before we jump into our research, I, yeah. I think something ghosty happened here last night. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, so okay. I never got, like, any vibe vibes at all in this apartment energy wise like it's just got yeah. a nice warm solid grounded energy in here I sage and well mostly Palo Santo it like regularly and mm-hmm. it's fine it just has a good flow going on and then right. um yesterday I was sitting on my bed between mm-hmm. jobs I had like an hour to turn over so I needed to study my Italian so I sat on the bed and I heard this woman's voice it sounded like it was coming from inside my room. So I looked Ooh. out the window to see if like somebody was talking like, and it was just carrying yeah, through. And like, and like bouncing yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. And there was a woman sitting downstairs like on the on the front stoop, but she wasn't talking unless I couldn't tell. And, you know, maybe she was talking to herself or was on the phone. But that I, I wrote my entire solo show sitting on that bed for like months. And I never, people are outside all the time. I never got that kind of echo or like feedback almost where it sounded like it was in the room and it sounded honestly more ghosty I don't know what what way to put it disembodied Mm -hmm. and could you understand any of the words no it was very sing-songy it was very Mm. just like it it sounded like I thought maybe somebody was like talking to a child but when I looked out the window I only saw just this one lady just sitting there and she looked pretty old and I don't know, but she looked solid. She was not a ghost. She had yeah, like a, yeah. she had like a cell phone on her and a, a purse. So right. then, so that goes away. And then last night I was having a hard time falling asleep cause I'm overtired cause I've been waking up super early and working like doubles. And so yeah. I, um, I was like, could not like get my mind to rest. And so I'm starting I'm not really drifting yet, but my eyes are shut. I put my eye mask on. and All of a sudden, I hear the sound of something like whizzing by my ear super fast. And it made me jump. You know that sensation like when you're falling asleep, you think you're falling. And so you like jump and you get startled. I did not have the sensation that I was falling, but I had the same physical reaction where I just went like and like my whole body just like leapt backwards like from like the edge of the bed that I wasn't even near. Oh my God. And it sounded like 
I don't even know the way it whizzed by. Oh my God, my cat's trying to get into the door and it just scared the shit out of me. His little, it's just his little paw in the door. Just like, you can do it, buddy. Come on. Come on. I believe in you Tuesday. You are very strong. Oh, did you hear him meow? I did. (laughs) Buddy. I told you that Auntie Tammy and I were recording. I did tell him. Oh yeah. You got it. But no, 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 no. You're closing the door on yourself. Go ahead. Yeah, that's. That's Scarlet. That's a classic Scarlet move. Yeah, he thinks he, he's like wrapping the paw inwards and mm-hmm. pulling instead of. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, not my problem. Actually, it is. We're gonna hear him <laughs> meowing now in this whole yep. episode. Um. So okay, so that happens, and then about less than thirty seconds later, maybe thirty seconds later, my husband, who is dead asleep, does the same thing in his sleep. Sh- jumps like startles and like flinches and jumps back like and it he didn't wake up though and so that freaked me out so badly the last part of that is I woke up at 5 30 this morning to get ready and I went into the guest bathroom so that the light of the master bathroom wouldn't wake him up and I put all of my stuff in there in advance and I put it in the bathroom last night and Tuesday the cat I think everyone knows this by now. He's our cat. Uh, he only drinks water out of a dripping bathtub faucet. Nothing yeah, he else. He is. He's a princess diva. He and I love him. is such a fucking diva. So he's drinking. He jumps into our bathtub in the master bath. And I was like, no, bud. Because that's where I take baths. So I don't want him to be in the habit because it's just it, I have to clean it too often. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. no, buddy. I always have the water dripping for him in the in the guest bathroom so as I come on and I double checked it and it was running and so he jumped into that tub and he started drinking and I went to bed and this morning I see Tuesday after all this weirdness last night I go in the bathroom at 5 30 a.m in the guest bathroom and Tuesday's laying down in the tub which is bone dry the water is not dripping the handle is completely shut off it's not even like the dripping just stopped on its own. It was Ooh. shut off. So I actually haven't seen this Ithamar yet, except when he just walked behind me. So I haven't yeah. talked to him. But I, I mean, if he woke up anywhere between the hours of 1230 and 530, I would have known. And why would he yeah. go in the guest room and shut You're the water off? You're a pretty off? light sleeper. You would have woken up. I'm such a light sleeper. So yeah. those like four things, like the woman's voice it's me getting startled, him getting startled right after that, and then the water turning off. That's mm. ghosty. So I've never, I don't know if someone new moved into the building and brought something in, but I think I'm going to oh. have to sage and cleanse the house. Tomorrow's a new moon. Well, from the date we're recording. Full moon. Full moon, I'm sorry. Full moon yep. in Pisces. Holla. And it's Friday the 13th. It is, which I fucking love. Yeah. So it's a good night to do a very big cleanse. And mm-hmm. whatever's going on here needs to get that fuck out. My goodness. Mm-mm. Well, keep me informed because it does feel kind of like the weird little starts of something. So It does, doesn't it? I know. Mm. I'm wondering if there's a guest in the building or, you know, someone brought something in because I've never had yeah. that issue here and I've been here since March. So like almost five yeah. and a half months now. Yeah. Thank you for like reassuring me. I'm not going crazy because it feels like the start of something for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. just those little things. And it's like, you know, when it's off, like there's a difference between like, yes, you know, like, oh, this weird thing happened. And like, oh, I am noticing these things together. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know I'm overtired, but I did not 
the last thing I did before getting into bed, and I even told Ithamar, was to make sure the faucet was running as part of our, mm-hmm. like, nightly ritual. What was that? What? Did you hear that? No. It was, like, a tapping, like, really loud. It went, like, really? Did you hear it? It went. That's so fucking weird. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Usually it's you on the other end hearing things. I know. It sounded like somebody in your microphone went. Now I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Should we just read our research so that we don't have yeah, to talk about? Yeah, let's just about- read our fucking research. Hold on, I'm going to drink my drink real quick. Let's, let's read fast. about the ghosts we haven't met instead of talk about the ones that are probably with us right this very second. I think that's a great plan. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. I'm excited um, to hear me- what you've got. Mine's pretty short, so that's why... I was chatting about my own ghost ship. Also, I needed to get that off my chest. My, yeah, of course you did. This <laughs> Again, Amy, it's a safe space. You can talk about your ghosts. I feel heard. They feel uh, heard. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, so, I mean, I feel like I halfway cheated because I suddenly was like, oh, I know what I'll do, and this will obviously be a thing, and this will be fine. Haunted plants, you say? Uh-huh. Well... You can't see the plants for the forest, the haunted forest. Oh my gerd. A whole there haunted are so, forest. There are so many haunted forests, by the way, which super makes sense when you actually think about it. <laughs> but Yeah, because it's land, I guess. Yeah. And bad things. I don't know, I just like haunted forest that's like a trope. And I don't I can't believe I didn't think about it until yeah. I started Googling like, Wizard I was like, of oh, Oz. Yeah, what was it called? The yeah. Petra No, wait. What was the, the forest in Wizard of Oz called? Shit. The Petrified Forest? No, it's a real place. There is a Petrified Forest. I don't know. What was it called in The Wizard of Oz? Damn. Did, I've seen that movie only 5,000 times. Maybe yeah, not. Yeah, maybe it was just the woods. Anyway. Well, this one is not in Oz, but it might as well be. It's in Romania, right outside of Transylvania, my Dude. friend. Also, I recently learned that Romanian is a very confusing looking language. Uh, so I had to write some things out phonetically. Um, this is called the Hoya Bachu Forest. Um, and it is near Cluj-Napoca, Romania. Cool. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's get into it. So you've probably actually seen or heard of this forest before, although you probably would not recognize the name because I pronounced it so appropriately and you're not used to that. Um, <laughs> it's the forest where the trees all grow fucked up. Oh, where, yes. Yeah, where they're like all like curved. They're all gnarly, and like, yeah. Yeah, and like scientists have gone in there and just have no fucking idea what's going on. They think maybe it's weird magnets. They think maybe it's, you know, they just, they have no idea. But so it is uh, haunted as fuck and just has all kinds of intense paranormal activity. Um, I got my research from both uh, the com. Just go straight to the source, source, you know. (laughs) And uh, there's a UK uh, uh, newspaper called The Independent, which I I tend to get these now because they know where I am. So Uh, they pop up a ton for me when I'm doing research. The Independent. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Um, Reports have included ghost sightings, unexplained apparitions, faces appearing in photographs that were not visible with the naked eye, and in the 1970s, 
UFO sightings. Hell yeah. So visitors to the forest often report intense feelings of anxiety and the feeling of being constantly watched. Um, moreover, the local vegetation is bizarre in appearance, like something out of a make-believe story with strangely shaped trees, unexplained charring on tree stumps and branches. So like, you know, there's no evidence that there's fire or anything, but you'll just be walking by and you'll be like, what the fuck? Um, so, uh, it's, you know, starts haunted. Uh, the forest was actually named after a shepherd that disappeared in the area. He had a flock of 200 sheep and he and all of his sheep, they went into the forest and they disappeared. <gasps> oh my God. All those um, sheep. I know those poor sheepsies. That's a lot. Um, that's a lot. Of- that's what they get. That's what they get for following that guy. You know, I know like go your own way. Sheeps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I really want to write a children's book about like a rebellious sheep. Yes. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be cute? That would be so cute. Okay, or like that's sh- trademarked. A sheep herding dog and the sheep that was rebellious, like he went after the sheep to get him back to the flock, but then like they bonded and then they decided to just go off and live a long does life this, together. Does this story just write itself? It just it wrote itself. I okay, think boom. Great. Trademarked. On it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how we're going to make money, Amy. <laughs> um, okay. So um, most people who live near the forest are afraid to enter it. Um, they believe that those who visit the site could possibly not return. Um, some of the locals that have been brave enough to go inside the forest uh, complain of rashes, nausea, vomiting, migraines, burns, scratches, and other unusual sensations. Uh-uh. I know. Um, the forest first gained notoriety in the 60s when a biologist named Alexandru Sift, um, he snapped several photos of a flying disc-shaped object above the forest. Um, and uh, so that was the first UFO encounter. And then uh, on August 18th, 1968, a military technician named Emil Barnia captured a photograph of a saucer flying over the forest. Um, and then there were more sightings throughout, uh, the seventies. But so this guy, this military technician, Emil. So at this time in 68, it's Romania. It's all like, it's under like communist rule. So he takes these photos and, uh, immediately got fucking fired because at the time, like the military was like, we don't, we don't do that shit. You know, like we're not into this paranormal oh. bullshit. And so people who were like, oh, he was just trying to make something up to like, you know, gain notoriety. Like it was the opposite. Like he immediately got fired. So Aww. it worked like against him to have done that. So people are like, well, why would he have done that if he was going to get, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. He there was no benefit. Yes. He could, there was nothing in it for him. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, one of the most common occurrences in the forest are, hold on, one of the most common occurrences. Oh, damn, I was oh, trying to burp. I saw you trying to work that out so, A for effort, girl. I felt, I felt was, like it was coming and then it got I shy. No, there's and no that, bubbles in these drinks. I know. We need bubbles. But you know, I just. I, it got, just it got stage fright. Very near a healthy food. So, you know, <laughs> my body rejects it. Um <laughs> Uh, so, so one of the most uh, common things that people have witnessed are um, orbs of light. Um, so there's been tons and tons of reports of sightings of orbs of light, as well as disembodied female voices, uh, giggling, and Ugh. in some cases, full-bodied apparitions. Mm. 
I wonder if anyone ever uh, sees sheep or hears sheep. Okay, so I didn't hear uh, that. Okay. But um, many people believe that the forest is a gateway to another dimension because within the interior, there opens up a place that is uh, a barren circle where nothing grows. What? Just right in the middle there, there's just this open area, no trees, no plants, no life. Okay. Just right, just like a big fucking circle. And so one of, uh, one of the, so I was reading about this guy named um, Alex Serdukin, who is, he is like a paranormal investigator, kind of. He and his like investigation partner, they made a documentary that actually was really popular in Japan for some reason oh. <laughs> um, about them doing paranormal investigation. And he's cool. mostly a debunker. But he now leads, like, tours of the forest. And so he'll do a lot of, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's haunted. Maybe it's not. Right, right. Um, but a couple of different, um, what do you call journalists, like, went with him um, on these. And uh, the one thing that he'll talk about is one time he camped in there overnight, which he doesn't do anymore. Um, but... Inside the tent, uh, from just outside, he and his friends were being woken by a loud hoof noise, like a horse or a very large deer. And every time they'd stick their head out from the tent, the noise would stop. So the next time... (laughs) Okay, are you ready? Ready. The next time he slept in a hammock to get closer to whatever was causing the sound, but his visit was cut short when a bat smashed into his face. What a bitch. <laughs> oh, don't you just hate it? I oh, love that. Owie. That so would he, fuck that shit. Hell no. Yeah. No wonder he doesn't so camp out. Right? So he's specifically, um, one of the stories that has been kind of widely reported, but he's like, I don't believe in that bullshit, is that apparently, so it's a story, so who knows if it's true, but apparently in the 40s, a little girl, a five-year-old girl went missing and um, she wandered into the forest. And uh, uh, so they were like, oh, no, she's dead. And uh, apparently five years later, she came out of the forest and had not aged at all. Hmm. And was like Maybe wearing the same clothes. To go everything. to there. Not aging. I mean, I mean, make sure you're wearing a good outfit because you're going to be in it for a while. But right. Whoa. How much did she pay for that? That's crazy. Uh, right. We. Come to LA. We uh, we'll pay a lot. Right. We'll pay. We'll pay a anything. lot for that. Anything. And then the okay, last that's creepy as quote fuck. that I really liked was um, this guy Alex. Uh, this uh, this journalist was saying. I remember Alex's words before we set off. He said, "The forest is only haunted if you bring your own ghosts." Oh. Oh, and that's the very creepy forest Hoyabachu and. Romania. You did wonderful. Holy oh, shit. Thank you. She, she took yeah. the challenge. She accepted, even though I didn't challenge her. And by God, <laughs> she delivered. If I feel challenged, <laughs> communication <laughs> takes two people, Amy. <laughs> I did not challenge you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, forests and woods are just spooky in general. They are. And I can't wait to share pictures of the like the fucked up trees because that's like 
Yeah, this this tree I'm about to tell you about is really spooky looking too. I can't wait to share photos. But also oh like, it sounds like your haunted forest. It sounds very vortexy because you know how like yeah. when I was in Arizona and we went into some vortexes, the trees grow all twisted, and mm-hmm. they think like because like a few feet away they might there might be a normal tree at the same kind, mm-hmm. and then this tree grows in like swirls and twirls and it's all twisted up and it's just funky. So it, I feel like they were. Yeah, yeah. they were saying that here that all the trees that grow in twists, they're all clockwise. <gasps> Creepy. It feels like if there's mm-hmm. a vortex and a portal in that place yeah. that won't grow. Yeah. Word. <gasps> Word. Creepy. Well, I'm about to tell you about mine, especially because I have one bar of battery left on my recording device, so I'm going to oh, give it to boy. you. <laughs> give it to me. This story is actually incredibly morbid and it has to do okay. with serial killer. A serial killer. Fun. I know. Fun. Fun and really terribly disturbing. Maybe you should have gone second instead, but that's okay. Um, okay. So my uh, parents currently live in like right in Port St. Lucie County in Florida, which they just narrowly missed the hurricane by a Thank hair. Um, that hit the Bahamas so hard, bless them. And uh, so this is a tree that's in Port St. Lucie, where my grandparents used to live. It's it, There's a lot of nature. Florida's weird. You know, it's so built up and like developed. And then it's also a f- swamp with forests and yeah. weird canals and shit. So here we go. In Port St. Lucie, Florida, there is a big oak tree in a county park on Canal C-24 that has an evil reputation. It's called the Devil's Tree. It's an old oak tree. It's located in Oak Hammock Park. Um, It's a place frequently mostly by local fishermen. Um, They just go to use the boat launching facilities. Oh, I'm sorry. This is from my source was Micah. (laughs) <laughs> who, <laughs> who texted this link to me from weirdus.com which I think okay. I've been on it it's really cool they have lots of books yeah. and like it's weird Florida weird US weird mm-hmm. California um, the weird Florida book must be like 10 volumes because it's yeah, Florida yeah. um, okay so the author of this article wrote in the first person um, they said I went to Port St. Lucie in search of this wicked oak uh, but only found a few people that had ever even heard of it Unlike other century-old legends about ghostly oaks. Oh, I guess there's many legends about ghostly oaks. Uh, Damn it. Oh, man, where are we for that? I was surprised to learn that this legend is not really that old. The story begins on January 8th, 1971, long before Hammock Park was built, with serial killer Gerard John Schaefer, who I've never heard of. But Schaefer sounds familiar to me. Tell T- talk to me. I'll Let talk me see. to you. I was going to okay. do my own research on him, but then this article actually did it for me. So I got a twofer. Yeah. Okay. So according to a news article, um, there was a um, ex-policeman from Broward County, Florida, and he was a homicidal maniac. He was Great. Co- convicted in 1973 of mutilating and murdering two people, but he is believed to be responsible for at least 30 killings um he was a sadistic sex beast uh schaefer would lure young women off the roads with the help of his police badge Mm, to mm -hmm. rape torture mutilate and murder motherfucker um okay so schaefer's 
thing was killing two girls at the same time. So he uh, he actually was quoted uh, in a news article. I don't know. People's fascinations with serial killers. And now, now we're good at not giving them attention, you know? Like yeah. when there's a mass shooting, like, no, don't give them any attention. But back then it was such like, you got to sell yeah. papers. So they got an interview and he said that, um, so Schaefer was like, yeah, I tired of killing single victims. Doing doubles is far more difficult than doing singles. But on the other hand, it also puts one in a, in a position to have twice as much fun. I feel disgusting just saying these words. I'm sorry. This is a direct quote. He said, yeah. there can be some lively discussions about which of the victims will get to be killed first. When you have a pair of teenaged bimbolinas bound hand and foot and ready for a session with the skinning knife neither one of the little devils wants to be the first one to go and they don't mind telling you quickly why their best friend should be the one to die yeah I'm disturbed Uh. I'm as disturbed as your face is is showing me right now it's fucking disturbing also I would want to be the I think it'd be harder to be the second one to die because you have to watch your best friend die. That's worse. Yeah. So he's probably just making shit up for attention because nobody would be like, make her die for like, that's worse because then you have to watch it and know what's coming your way. And you know what? Somebody that's as sick as that, like, you know, he's got an insane fantasy life, like a, Mm. like an imagination. Mm -hmm. So probably that never happened but also probably he maybe thinks it does totally. or he wants it to be you know I completely agree he's just a sick twisted fuck Look, yeah I've watched enough Mindhunter that I think I'm familiar with how serial killers work so how's the second season are you watching oh my god it, it was I didn't watch it. Okay. I finished it a okay. while ago. Okay. I finished I it a while ago. It was pretty good. <laughs> good? Okay. I'm in. I'm in. Once I have a little more time on my hands, I'm in. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, are you ready for more disturbing stuff? Or I mean, I guess. Hold drink on, your I'll drink. Drink, drink your drink. Reta- you're going to need to retox good. a lot. So Schaefer <laughs> bound, gagged, raped, hanged, then buried. Like he has to hang and then bury them. 19-year-old girls... Colette and Barbara Ann. Oh, well, okay. Colette's last name is Good Enough, which I don't know if that's like a stage name. <laughs> like Her name's Colette Good Enough and Barbara Ann okay. Wilcox. Okay. At the Devil's okay. Tree. Um, so he, he did his thing. They're dead. He buried them. Over the next five days after killing the girls, he returned to the scene. Yeah. You know I knew how you they were d- say uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. Sick little fuck. Um, and this is at the tree? At the tree. Yeah, okay. he he hanged them from the tree after killing them and then buried them and then returned Ugh. and continued to etcetered. to commit yeah. necrophilia with the bodies. Mm-hmm. He et cetera big time. Um, both bodies were missing since January 8th, 1973, and they weren't discovered for five years when two fishermen came across um, the oak tree and they noticed that two ropes were tied around a low branch. When they noticed that, they also noticed bones protruding from the ground. Ah. So ever since then, people have reported hearing screaming coming from the woods and hooded figures who chase overly curious thrill seekers then vanish in an instant. In 1993, two boys were chased through the woods by hooded figures who disappeared by the time the boys reached the main road. Later that same year, an exorcism was conducted and a cross was erected by the local diocese. In 1994... The cross was knocked over. Oh, <gasps> my God. Oh, no. 
I mean, there's a million reasons that cross could have been knocked over, but that's blame. I mean, the Hurricane chain. Andrew. Like, wasn't Dude, that you think? <laughs> uh, runaway alligators, spiders the size yeah. of your head. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yes, that was uh, Hurricane Andrew was 92. But also, oh, was it? we get hurricanes all the time down there. So. I was going to, the only reason is because my, my brother's name is Andrew. And I remember at the time we were like, mm, Hurricane Andrew. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> I know I always wanted there to be a Hurricane Amy. That was just like, I always wanted to have that when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, come on. Let me be a hurricane, guys. Um, so when the city built the park, they decided to include nature trails. And they also made plans to cut down the tree because local... Um, satanic cults, as they called them, they were holding ceremonies near the tree. Um, right. When when uh, the workers came to cut down the tree with chainsaws, the chainsaws malfunctioned. So they brought in <gasps> they brought in a manual two man saw, and the teeth all chipped off the saw when it hit the tree. Then, oh my god, this is my Fern Gully fantasy come I true. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> when they tried an axe, the axe head came off the handle. So this tree That's dangerous. ain't going. I know, right? Um, so there are orbs of ectoplasm. I'm sorry. There are orbs and ectoplasm pictures that have been taken in the parking lot, but people can hardly ever take pictures near the tree because their cameras. Uh, oops. Pardon me. Oh. Their cameras malfunction. <laughs> I, I guess this drink does make you burp after all. <laughs> um so the person, the author said that they get creeped out when they go there. Um, they they refuse to set foot in the woods. Uh, they've heard people. Oh, so it's been rumored that people feel cold spots along the trails during the hottest days in July. Uh, there's lots of stories behind the devil tree at Oak Hammock Park. But the one that this author included is the true background story of the devil tree. In 1995, oh Gerard John Schaefer was stabbed to death in prison. Holla. If I'm into it. Yes. Deserved. Well deserved. If you're ever in the area, the park is located at 1982. Oh my God. The era was born. Southwest Villanova <laughs> road, Port St. Lucie. Ba-doom. Wow. And that is, thank you, Micah. She lives in Port St. Lucie, so that's creepy. She said she wants to go, but doesn't want to go. I'm like, do it. Come yeah. on. Just Facebook live from that shit. Do it for the podcast. Those are like, those are my exact feels all the time. I want to yeah. go, but also but I never want to go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so there we have it. There are haunted plants. Uh-huh. I wonder how long oak trees live. I think they can live for a long time. I think yeah. they can live for like, I could be making this up. I want to say. Please do. I want to say hundreds of years. Okay, does great. That, I'll take does it. Does that sound incredibly dramatic? No, it doesn't. I'm gonna, I'm it sounds correct. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it I was up. I going to say, you could Google it. Well, while yeah. you're doing that, may I please share with you um, an extra little fun thing I found while researching haunted plants? Yes, please. Great. This is on uh, the Huffington Post in the weird news section. And Sweet. here's the headline. This spooky historic home will send you free possessed plants. Oh, <laughs> Oh, my God. So I'm not going to read the whole article because it's actually very long. But um, there's this house, this old historic house um, in Middleburg, New York. And um, 
It is, I now it's a museum. It's a medical museum because a doctor used to work there. Um, but then I guess either somebody who owns this or perhaps they have offices inside. Um, there is a an app called Handy Home Services. Mm-hmm. And um, if you download the app, uh, they will send you a potentially possessed plant that was grown on the grounds of this haunted house. And then... If your plant does turn out to be possessed and you experienced uh, any uh, paranormal activity, if you send them documentation, they will give you 10% off cleaning for an entire year. (laughs) I love this. This is like the greatest worst idea and the worst great idea ever. Yep. Here is an exact quote from them. Even though we cannot guarantee potted poltergeists will appear, there is no doubt that having one of these plants in your house will boost the fear factor significantly. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Okay, so so we're not the first to think about haunted plants, huh? We're truly not, and I really liked that. And I guess after HuffPo wrote this article, they sent them their own haunted plant. So, Oh, my gosh. I I, I wouldn't risk it. I just wouldn't risk it. No, why? No, Mm-mm. not worth it. Also, especially because that haunted plant, if it's an oak, Tammy, could live <gasps> from 500 to 600 years. Shut the fuck up. Dude, it says longevity among oaks, uh, it, it varies widely by species, but uh-huh. um, they live, like the lower lifespan is 80 years. Average is about 200 and then some go as much as five to six hundred. That's fucking oh, crazy. That's a long time. There could be oak trees out there from the 1300s. And those are haunted. Those are absolutely haunted. Those are so haunted. Why aren't we like getting DNA or whatever, like stem cells from oak trees and putting them in us so that we could live not for 500 to 600 years, but mm-hmm. over 100 could be fun for me. Probably because um, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> and for all I know, trees our... don't have stem cells and DNA. I don't know science. I don't know biology. Oh, no. Now I'm making my brain try to figure out. They must have stem cells because stem cells are just, but no, but they reproduce asexually. But, oh, but, yeah. but. You but, went to college, not me. Yeah, I mm. did take biology. Nah, I skipped it. All I remember is our professor was obsessed with fruit flies. And every time he put it on the slide, he'd say fruit flies. And then in parentheses, write flute fries. Uh, (laughs) This is the same professor that also told us about the time he woke up and one of his balls was gone. (laughs) Um, Did it just go up into his body? Like, where'd it go? Sure fucking did. (gasps) He had to have surgery. Could you fucking imagine? That'd be like us waking up and one of our boobs disappeared. I would be okay if both of them went, but not one. Well, That'd be just odd. I'm like, I'm like spitting. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that felt like, yeah, oh that, my goodness. That would be a real shocker. That'd be a yeah. real shocker. He just had a shy ball. Very shy. Just gone. That was just like was done with it. That was like a freshman year class for me. So I remember just being like, hmm, they sure are allowed to talk about whatever they want, aren't they? <laughs> Guess we're adults now. 
guess we're paying for this education. So anything yeah. goes, huh? Yeah. Oh my God. See, I missed out on a lot by not going to a real college. I could have had a professor yeah. tell me about his balls. And flute fries. Flute fries? <laughs> well, that was... Actually... What? No, I was going to say, I remember a lot from that class, but only the weird things. Like, also, did you know that fruit flies have dicks shaped like spoons? I did know that, actually. That's so... Why do I know that? Maybe I told you. Did you... Isn't it so that they like can, like, inseminate the female fly easier? Or... Well, it's to take out the semen of the previous. That's male. what it is. That's right. Oh my they God. scoop it out and then put their own in. Just fucking sex shaming these women. These women mm-mm, thighs. Mm-mm. They can have sex with whoever they fucking want. If you don't like it, use protection. Yeah. Fly. Put a little fly. spoon-shaped condom on that spoon-shaped dick of yours. fly. Don't scoop out of me. <laughs> I hate that. I love it. It's on recording forever. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> that was well, fascinating. I'm if you satisfied. have unusually shaped genitalia <laughs> or missing one overnight suddenly uh-huh. uh, or a great ghost story or a haunted plant. Yeah, that too. Oh, sure. That too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> At this rate. Anything goes. Anything. Yeah. You should send us an email at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at Banshees and Booze. And while you're at it, you might as well follow us over on Twitter at Banshees Booze. And uh, you can find us also on our awesome website, www.bansheesandbooze.com. And you can submit your stories to us there. Uh, We actually haven't had an Upghost in person in a few weeks. So I would like a to-hear one from somebody. Please share. Please share. Um, And rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate you. Only if you rate and review. I mean... Yeah, she's right. Yeah. She's and right. it's got to be a I good rating and a good review. And you have to subscribe. And then I'll appreciate you. I don't know. I might thrive on criticism. Like, you I'm would. not daring anyone. I'm just saying, like, Tammy, if I read no something. no one is challenging you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not daring anyone or anything, but... <laughs> Shit I fucking stir. dare you. I'll get that shit you, taken down. You don't have the guts. You don't have the guts to give me a bad review. I go fucking full chicken. Zach on reviewers. Come at me, reviewers. Did you just I dare you? Did you just review did me? Did you? Did you review me? My back is burning. My back <laughs> is burning. Is that a I review? Think- <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro. Three distinct stars out of five. (laughs) This ghost was not happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, and I almost forgot the one of the most important parts. Hey, Tammy. Oh, no. Oh, hey, Amy. If you see a ghost. Uh... Give us a bad review and I'll send a haunted plant. Oh my <laughs> God. Wait, I have That's absolutely so nothing. Okay. Yeah, just me too. And I literally, I looked over and that article was still pulled up on my thing. And I was like, <laughs> uh, uh, Huffington Post. I don't know. 
Ariana Huffington, help me. <laughs> like when you're looking for an improv suggestion, like a one where yeah. you just look around the room and you're like, um, uh, uh, curtain, doorknob. <laughs> That's how we came up with this topic. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh my God. Haunted uh, plants. Yeah, something stupid like that. <laughs> That's actually exactly how we got this topic. That's how we came up with it. Holy us. shit. Okay, well, oh. I, won't, I won't make fun of that okay. anymore. Well, uh, hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost, um, uh, find a 600-year oak tree, blend it up with vodka, and drink. Yay! <laughs> I don't know. Cheers! Don't. Cheers! I'm feeling retoxed and ready to sleep. <laughs> Me too. But let's record another episode. Okay. 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 Bye. Bye.